Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how are you feeling? Oh, you know, better than some, better than most, not as good as some. Yeah. All right. Does the um, most include me? Do you consider yourself part of the most? Uh, I mean, it depends. It really depends. Yeah. I mean, with your current injury that you're working off of, I, I would say I'm equal to you. I'm, I'm working on some injuries too. So yeah, well, it, um, it's a tough place to be one uh, one week one week out from the big uh, the big major, the fifth major the, of the year, the fifth major, the final major of the year. Yep. The the uh, well, if we consider the players, we'll say this is the okay, sixth sixth major. sixth major, sixth major, and final and final of the year. It's our major, our major. One week from tomorrow, as yeah. we're recording this. Yeah, the, the Mark Zelich Golf Classic, previously known as the Channel 7 uh, Golf Classic of Central Wisconsin. Um, yep. Big, big local event up here in uh, the Northwoods, um, this year in Minocqua. Um, yeah, we can get into that. Well, we'll um, talk about it a little bit later, yeah, for sure. But uh, the... The fourth, the real last real major of the year, we just had, which was really exciting. Yeah, the Open, 150th Open, St yeah. Andrews, the home of golf. I mean, you can't get any better than that. It's tough to get better than that. Let's just put it that way. If there was wind and rain, it could have gotten better. Yeah, that, that's true. Like, unfortunately, like. St. Andrews is in the, you know, in this day and age with with the equipment and balls and everything, um, it's, a sh- it's a shorter course. A lot of guys are driving greens. Par fours. But... All, like, yeah, the amount of the amount of greens they could hit in regu- like in in one and par fours and par fives were all attackable. Like, the only thing they could do was put pins in some really tough spots. Yeah. I mean... There were some there were some nifty pins there too. Yeah. But but yeah, this this year uh the weather didn't really do St. Andrews any favor. Um any real links course is it for the most part like the wind and the weather is its defense. Um and St. Andrews just didn't really have that. It was pretty darn good weather all week, which you know, for the people you know, going there and visiting and watching, it's nice. You know, I'm sure people enjoyed not having to sit into sit in torrential wind and, and rain and everything. It's always nice to have kind of nice weather when you're when you're watching a golf event in person on the course. But I'd like to think that, but I actually believe that the people there wanted to see the course. You know, 
humble these players a little bit and and you know and they're like this is bs we have to play this course all year long and it's howling win <laughs> and these guys get the best four days of golf that could possibly happen there like but then again it made it probably enjoyable at that moment you know not miserable and cold yeah at least windy it's probably not gonna be cold cold but no i mean it wasn't wasn't warm it was like in the high 60s yeah 50s 60s depending on you know the morning or when they're teeing off you know it wasn't it wasn't Which warm cold for these it's not, players it's not cold it's not cold for pj tour players it's freezing yeah i mean you know you're wearing you're wearing long sleeves you're wearing you know maybe a little bit of a light jacket or whatever um yeah. for, for those guys but you know yeah it's not you know florida 80 90 degree weather you know something like that but yeah and yeah they're all pampered they (laughs) this if this is the worst they have to play golf in all year like i don't feel bad for them yeah no not at all not at all but uh yeah st andrews 150th open and man and you know what like it was it it was exciting it was it was a tournament that you know came down to the back nine on on sunday um it wasn't it wasn't super packed but like there was a couple people who were always kind of right there in contention yeah, there was a good four or five that yeah. you felt that could win it, you know, going into the back nine if they, I mean, and, you know, kudos to Cam. I mean, I love that he shot the lowest on Sunday and he won. Like, I mean, I, I appreciate that he went out and he went out and won it. Yeah, he, yeah, he went out. His putter just got hot. He made, you know, those five birdies in a row or whatever. Just, it was, it was kind of, he just, he just made a charge and, Rory, Rory, I mean, he didn't play bad. He just couldn't get anything to drop with his putter. He like he hit all eighteen greens in regulation. He yeah. had a bogey-free round. He was two under, bogey-free, all eighteen greens in reg, and two putted every every hole. Yeah, like he could not th- thirty-six buy a putt. thirty-six putts, and yeah. and there was a lot of those putts that like just missed. Like yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't like his putter was just, you know, off the charts and he, he just couldn't get a read or anything. He was, like, just a little bit off. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of those putts go in and he's he's the champion. He's got his second open championship, second Claret Jug, but nothing would drop for him. And that was just that was just a story of – it was just one of those days on Sunday, unfortunately for him. And then on the flip side, it took Cameron Smith shooting a 64 – to, to overcome the four-shot deficit he had going into Sunday. Like, imagine shooting a 200 bogey-free round on Sunday, hitting all 18 greens, and losing to a guy you had a four-shot lead over coming into the day. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen very often. No. <laughs> That's, like, Cam had to go out and win it, and he did. Credit to him. No. He did. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I the fact that he had the lowest round, other than uh, the one player you picked, um, Sam Burns. Yeah, I got something other, right. <laughs> had the other 
uh, low round on Sunday um, at minus eight, you know, shooting a 64. Um, but speaking of that, um, you know, I, I was pretty pleasant, uh, pleasantly surprised or happy with my picks. Um, I, I, I think I took you for the sweep if I did my math correct. You did. You did, and um, you were you were very close to, to picking the winner as well. You had Roy McIlroy. Um, you know, it was not that that was a hard pick. I mean, I had first pick. Sure, but he was, he was the favorite. Sure, but, but we try to mix it up and not always pick the favorites. But um, I and, I also picked the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler, and he you know, I mean he had a he had a good tournament, but he wasn't. It wasn't really close to winning it. Uh, yeah. It's like just because you're picking the favorite doesn't mean that like it, golf is such a weird sport. We we've talked about this plenty of times. Like the favorites, I mean, it's not very common that they win. Yeah, like the the one with the the lowest odds or the best odds of winning. Yeah, um, it's just one of those sports where anybody can get hot on any given week, and you know, you have to beat out in in a tournament like this. You're beating out 150-ish players or whatever, and you know, especially with with it being a major, you got you know most of the really really good players. You know, you got half the field could win it, essentially, if they you know if any of them get hot. Yeah. But so you still had to pick them, like. If you wouldn't have picked him, would I have picked him? I don't know. Maybe I might not have. I don't know. I, 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 I think I probably would have, but I'm just saying, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a guarantee. Yeah. Um, but you also, I mean, even if you know, going off the fact that you picked Roy, who was the favorite, like you still, you still kind of dug a little bit deep with the rest of your picks. Like you still. You didn't just go down right, you know, the the heavyweights. You you kind of Yeah, I thought I stretched quite a bit and even even my third and or second and fourth I mean all of my picks either tied or beat every one of your picks. Yeah. Um yeah, so Rory um, at minus eighteen over Scotty, it was. I mean, we sometimes we do this head-to-head matchup with pick one versus two versus three versus four. Yeah. Rory um, minus eighteen over Scotty at minus nine. I had Jordan Speed at minus twelve over uh, Will Zalatoris at minus eight. Billy Horschel was my worst at minus nine, who tied your best at Scotty Scheffler, um, but he also beat Sam Burns at minus six. And then yeah, my Tommy Fleetwood, you know, came back like my last pick, my sleeper, my deep sleeper. Now, um, I always like Tommy, especially overseas. Yeah. Um, you know, you you went with your heart. Um, I went, yeah, I thought maybe Tiger, Tiger. I thought Tiger was gonna maybe put something together. Um, I will say he like physically he looked better. Like it was it was good to see him kind of walking. Yeah. Pretty pretty easily. Consi- all all things considered. Um, yeah. And obviously, it's not like the most grinding of a walk there um, compared to like Augusta yeah it's flat um, it's the, flat it's a little bit the worse he played the worse he walked and I don't I don't know if it was because he, he, he was walking like his, his limp and his leg hurt and then he played bad or vice versa like yeah who knows I mean he did also 
kind of have a little bit of a tough break in terms of his his tea times for those first two days in the sense that because of the shortness of the course and the weather and the fact that uh, you know a lot of players were were driving greens it made for uh, slow rounds like there were like six hour rounds yeah for for these guys in the first two rounds and Tiger teed off in the afternoon or it was the afternoon group and then on on Friday he was the morning group and so with the late tea time and like they are finishing they're finishing off basically right you know as this you know dusk essentially or you know it's getting pretty pretty darn dark out there yeah and they're finishing up Thursday and it's a quick turnaround to Friday and for a guy like Tiger who you know he's still recovering with his leg it's it's not 100% and he's doing he, he needs to do a lot of you know recovery after his rounds like you know with therapy or whatever like it didn't and, really and, and warm up for the next day right like especially for him it, it really didn't help him like that situation yeah. um with yeah, that said i think if he would have went early thursday and late friday would have been a better it would have been better for him would he, would he have made the cut i i don't know i i still don't think his his short game wasn't good enough regardless um, and that's ultimately that was, just, that was just such a brutal start he had in that yeah. divot, and then I mean that that's a mental fucking you know that's a, a punch to the head right yeah. on the first hole like that's demoralizing. It is, it is for sure. But like you know he his putter wasn't on his his short game wasn't all that great. Um, it, I mean he had. A, on Thursday, he had a freaking 400-some yard drive out there. Like, his his driving was fine. Like, getting yeah. off the tee was fine for him. But, yeah. like, yeah, he just wasn't sharp enough. And that really is kind of one of those things where, you know, you think, well, if he's going to compete in majors going forward, you know, he, he needs to probably get – he needs to get more reps in probably. But yeah. how how willing is he to do that? You got to be healthy, but also, like – is he actually willing to play in other tournaments or does he just want to do majors? And I think that's something he's got to, especially after, you know, this week, you know, when, when really like things were kind of looking like they might be in his favor. It's, you know, St. Andrews, which is a course he loves. He's won at multiple times. Um, his leg is, you know, better than it was you know at like the pga championship better you know better than it was at the at augusta um and and yet he you know this was the first major he missed the cut you know he he made the cut those two majors he missed the cut this one yeah like and so wheels probably are turning like well if if i'm gonna play augusta if i'm gonna play majors going forward um i don't want to play other tournaments i can't really play like a, a a a good pga tour schedule or or many tournaments or anything but like to be able to compete at these majors to get the reps in you kind of have to or you're going to be going into the majors just be like well hopefully this maybe, is all I, get, maybe I get lucky yeah right and i don't think that's tiger's way i don't think i don't think he can sustain that type of mindset i think i think with this year, it was more just like, I th- like that might have been a little bit of the mindset, but it was kind of just like, like 
especially with the 150th at St. Andrews, is like he's going to show up no matter what. Yeah. Right. Um, Augusta, he's going to try his darndest to show up. Um, yeah. For sure. You know, especially those two, St. Andrews and Augusta National, like those two courses, he just he's played so well at over the course of his career. Like he doesn't really need a whole lot of, you know, there's a lot of experience that can maybe take over for maybe lack of reps. Yeah. But. Well, you're right. He's going to have to think long and hard about what is, what he wants his schedule to be like if he really wants to give himself the best chance to win. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, like, thinking back to, you know, his 2019 Masters win, he won the previous fall at the Tour Championship. Yeah. Like, he had he had been playing a little bit. He had he'd gotten some confidence from that. Um, but I think he said that he's pretty much done for competitive golf for this year. And, well, we'll see what happens in 2023 because... I mean, we got we got ways to go now between now and the next major. The, I yeah, it's a lot of time off. So we'll we'll see how he recovers and what he what he plans to probably at the turn of the new year, leading up to Augusta. But yeah, this is, this was the last we're seeing of him for twenty twenty two, at least on you know competitive golf season. Or so. Yeah. But enough about Tiger Woods. Uh, he he missed the cut. Obviously, a lot of other players played well nick congratulations on your sweep with your picks you did uh you did really well this year with with picking majors you i mean two out of the two out of the four majors you picked the winner and you i think you beat me in the bets for all no no we 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 tied at the u.s open yeah Oh, and I I won the PGA Championship. Well, never mind. Nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, I I thought you've done you've done well picking the majors this year. Yeah, I mean picking two winners two was winners. good. But yeah, I mean you you had some good picks too. I mean you you were right around there. Um, you know we split the actual picks out of our foursomes on at uh, the Open, like you said, and then um, yeah. We had a draw, but um, yeah, the PGA Championship. Uh, you you won two of the four, two of the, well, two of the three that really weren't a draw. So um, yeah, but yeah. you you did all you picked the the winner of that tournament. So that kind of I feel like that. That's a big one. That's a big one. Um, but not like to be, not to be overlooked. No, not to be overlooked. But you know, I I'm not you know I'm not going to sit here and say I put out a a you know my B team for the open. Like <laughs> I had Scotty Scheffler, I had Will Zalatoris, I had Sam Burns. Each of those guys have been playing well. Yeah. You know, Scotty's number one in the world. Will Zalatoris has played really well in majors um this year. Sam Burns won recently. Um and you still you still swept you brought yeah, up the broom. I just, don't think, I, just I mean the only with, thing I with can your, see is that those those guys aren't guys that come to mind when I think of Lynn's players. No. Sure. No, I agree. Maybe not. No, they could they could come out this week at some random PGA Tour course or whatever the 3M and they could, you know, they could light it up and win. Um, you know, I'm just waiting to, you know, and nobody like is a Lynx player until until they actually do it. And so yeah. I just went with players that have done it. Um, yeah. Well, it was good um, on you. Good on you. Cuz it worked. But, 
Yeah, I would say so. Your game plan worked to perfection. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it was fun. It's always good to win. Always good to get the sweep. <laughs> I mean, I wish I, 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 I kick myself for not picking Cam Smith, but yeah, I, I mean, I would say me. I, I would say me too. I, I, I remember I was thinking about him, but I. I don't know. I, I don't know if I who I went with. So he could be. In, I mean, he should be in the running for Player of the Year. Yeah, he won the Players, won the the Open. Essentially, you know, two two majors he won this year. Yeah, um, and, officially only one. Scotty won the Masters, but um, but we got so three out of the four majors this year. We got a first time major winner. Yeah, Scotty at the Masters. Matt Fitzpatrick at the U.S. Open, and then Cam Smith at the Open. And you look at all three of those players, and and none of them are guys where it was like they came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, all three of those guys, I mean, Scotty was just on a tear, you know, (laughs) the last year going into Masters. So, like, that wasn't really a surprise. They went out and kicked butt at Augusta. Matt Fitzpatrick has been kind of knocking on the door for a while. Um, he's won a bunch of events overseas, uh, but hasn't hadn't quite gotten you know the breakthrough in the, in the U.S. But like he's he's played well in plenty of majors. Uh, and then Cam Smith, you know, he won the Players. He's 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 been right there, runner up at you know Augusta, and you know competing. He's had plenty of good major finishes. Um, yeah. And he just, you know, once again, another guy breaks through. Um, all all those guys deserving. Then obviously Justin Thomas, you know, won the PGA Championship. He's won that before. He's not a first time major winner, but like, yeah. Let's say four four quality major champions this yeah, year. That was a good year. Yeah, I think looking back, I think it was a good year. It was fun to watch. It was a lot of excitement. Yeah, we had um, we had we had some playoffs too. Playoffs. Playoffs. So I mean, so we got some extra, we got some bonus major golf as well. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll put a cap on that season, on the PGA Tour major season. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing. Nothing too big now until until the playoffs, essentially. Yeah. And this which is are the, right around the corner. Yeah. Right. They're they're coming up. They're coming up, yeah. and especially since the PJ Tour is switching away from its wraparound schedule now, yeah, um, to try and keep players from defecting. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's going to be the next big thing for the PJ Tour is to try and basically get these playoffs to be as big as they can, or as you know the mar- the marketing push, the PR push has got to be out there to combat. Yeah. Combat live because there's no more majors to kind of distract from that that whole yeah. thing now. Yep. Um, and then just what happens next year? Will the will the Saudi Arabian players be able to play in majors? Yeah. Well, we got we got a lot of time for Augusta to make up its mind. Yeah. They, they got be the first one, and they can do whatever they want. And I think the rest of the they don't. The they don't they're not going to you know. They don't have to listen to the PGA Tour, the nope. RNA, or the Saudi Arabians. Nope. They they do whatever they want to do, but they're going to be the first major of the year, and they're going to be the major and the decision that I think the rest of the majors next year will will look at in yeah. terms of decision. 
They'll they'll make their decision based off the Masters. Yeah. I I would think. That's yeah. my prediction at least. Yeah. But it's a ways away still. I got my email saying I did not get selected for oh. Masters tickets. Uh, none of my other friends got selected either, so I don't I don't think I'm gonna be uh unfortunately not gonna be making it to Augusta. But Yeah. I assume uh you're not making it to Augusta next year either, are you? I didn't see an email, so I'm not gonna say no. Okay. Well you can you can go online and check. It'll say there if you haven't gotten your email yet. But uh when did you get it? I got I think I got my email today, but I had checked earlier this week on my profile on the Masters website. Um and it was updated there, so I think emails kind of sporadically, you know, in chunks kind of went out this week because they get they get so many entries, they have to send so many emails, it's just technology wise they have to basically send them in batches. You can't just send them all at once. That just that <laughs> just doesn't it, it it doesn't work like that <laughs> from a from a tech standpoint. Yeah. Um, but regardless, even though I'm not making it to Augusta next year, I am looking forward to uh, going some other places in the near future. Still excited. Uh, we got we got planning for the upcoming road trip around Lake Michigan. I got some got some tea times or most of the tea times already scheduled. I actually got them all or got them scheduled kind of this year or this week. Uh, the big one being Whistling Straits. That's happening. It's official. Tea time is there. It's on the record. It's happening. Nick's going to be there. Not sure yet if he's uh, found out if He's going to Augusta as well, but uh, well, no, no, no email. So I'm not no gonna email. But uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna check his his online profile. But he he doesn't want to spoil it for himself. He'll he'll wait for the email. I'll go check. <laughs> but Nick will be there playing uh, playing Whistling Straits. He's pumped as well. I'm sure of it. He's told me. You would think they would at least let the people that want know first. Um, I think it's just a mix, and it's not just it's not just the Masters too. It's the uh, they do it for the Augusta Women's National too, or amateur Augusta Women's Amateur, like because that's held the weekend right before it. Um, so they're doing like all the ticketing stuff applications and uh and emails and everything like at the same time so i think it's all just batched together mixed but yeah nonetheless all right tbd tbd so the golf trip the road trip is 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 Oh man, it's it's coming. It's coming. I'm I'm pumped for it. I'm stoked. Um, but even before that, though, we've got this week, as we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, 
week from now, we have the final major, our major of the year, the Mark Zelich Golf Classic. Yes. And it's, uh, yeah, it should be exciting all the way up in Minocqua, as Nick mentioned. Timber Ridge, nice course. Nick actually went up there today to play a practice round with, with Pops. Yeah. yeah. The old man's in town. Uh, just got here the other day. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. Um, course is looking beautiful. Greens are looking slick. Um, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, we almost were right right where we set the projected field, um, uh, almost at about where we set the projected field uh, line at 100 players. I think we might get there by Sunday. Um, but yeah, it, uh, yeah, I just got to hope for good weather now, but, and then just go up and try to, I mean, play, play as good as we can. I mean, gotta, you gotta play the real rounds. Like you play the practice rounds. Um, that's, that's the trick, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's, that's, that's why tournament golf is a different animal than your your leagues and your scrambles and all this other stuff is when it golf get golf gets funny when you add more pressure for sure absolutely all your all your flaws get amplified with uh, with tournament pressure yeah there's nowhere to hide nope there's no gimmies you gotta put out <laughs> yeah definitely not but um yeah, I'm really excited and just can't wait. I mean, you know, you look forward to it all year. I mean, pros get four majors and we just get the one for me anyways. I mean, yeah, it's, it's my only tournament or competitive golf that I play during the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get together and, you know, we play with buddies and yeah. you know, you'll throw a few dollars around, but it's just. But it's not, it's not the same. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't have the the pressure and the prestige of what I would, I want it to be of the, you know, you're playing for a big trophy. Yeah. You're playing for the, the big Z, big Z, big Z, Nick, Nick's looking for his big Z. Yeah. Looking for for his first big Z. Yeah. After the last, the last three years, it's been second, second, third. So, Getting gotta, close. This could be your year. You know, like they say on the tour, you just gotta put yourself in position enough times, and you know, eventually, good things will happen. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we talked talked about other major winners this year, like Matt Fitzpatrick, Cameron there was Smith, three first timers that just also won their Scotty. first. They just won their first Z. But I, I, I'm talking. I'm thinking more of specifically Matt Fitzpatrick and Cameron Smith been so close for a number of years or a number of majors finally got over the hump this year could nick bobble be the next cam smith the next matt fitzpatrick in terms of breakthrough major winner this year <laughs> could he be could it be i'll i'll tell you in uh in in nine days <laughs> in our in our recap episode yeah, but my big thing, like, I just gotta, I mean, gotta go out and play like it's not that. You, That's the goal. It's like, I mean, you just, 
you got to play like you just got to go out and have fun. I mean, the more pressure you put on yourself, the worse it, the worse it goes because yeah. I mean, and you know you know what to tell yourself. It's just a matter of doing it, you know, and putting yourself under those situations. And it's just it's hard. I mean, this the spotlight shines the brightest, you know, when you're on the field. Um, I mean, it's easy for everyone else to say what they would have, could have, should have done. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean when you're talking to anyone else you know you know there there's the right things to say and you have to do those um but then just really going back to that when you're in the position of i mean i just have a hard time not caring so when i care i try harder and yeah i mean sometimes trying harder in golf doesn't work out you need to you almost need to care less yeah it's it's funny how funny how that works Go, just go out. I mean, I'd, so that, I mean, and with everyone else, I mean, like with, you don't with, wanna... my, with my position as tournament director, I just, I want to put on a good show for everyone. I yeah. want everyone to have fun, enjoy it. And, you know, like, have, like I want everyone else to do well. And there's all the logistics behind the scene yeah. um, that no one else, I mean, it's just, it, it's a lot to run a tournament and then you, but you're also playing in it. And so you, uh, yeah, you wanna, but that—that's where I'm going back to. Is I just, I literally just want to have fun this year. I don't. I'm trying to go into the mindset that I, I don't care, yeah. even though I do. Right. You gotta, <laughs> like trick your mind almost. Yeah. Um, Whatever happens, happens. I just, I want to commit to every shot. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take aggressive swings at conservative targets and hit a lot of greens and fairways and you know just hopefully the putts fall and hopefully i uh you know can battle my inner demons and um you know hit the shots down the stretch when you know when it all matters well i hope i hope you do i hope you yeah. break through pulling yeah. for you of course yeah. i mean i'm gonna be competing out there too so I, you know obviously I'm going to try and win the best I yeah, can. Yeah, I mean, if you don't win, yeah. I hope I do. Yeah, right. And I, I think vice versa. Right. Um, yeah. This is, this is going to be this is going to be tough for me though. This is this is I would say of of every Zelich that I've played in so far, this will be probably the one I have the the worst odds at. Yeah. Or the most stacked against me. Yeah. Um, in the sense of I haven't played the course before, didn't get a chance to play a practice round, going in blind. Um, two, I've been dealing with a wrist injury all year. Yeah. Um, and it's not 100%. Uh, I don't think it, I really don't think it's going to be that big of a factor. Like I can play through it fine. But in terms of like getting, you know, I, because of it, I haven't really gotten the amount of reps in that I have would have Correct. wanted to have played this year. Kind of, you know, talking about how we discussed Tiger not getting his reps in. Yeah. Not saying I'm Tiger, but you know, just parallels here. Um, yeah. As much as I would love to be Tiger. Um, and number two, or last last one, not only do I have I been dealing with a wrist, a couple weeks ago, I've got like a hit pointer or bone bruise on my hip from from hockey so that's been interesting oh, no. 
it's like it's really not that bad but it's still like still feel it it's weird and i i walk in these tournaments i don't ride a car because like competitive golf i feel like walking's yeah walk i mean come on i know there's no rule like people people will ride carts in these tournaments but yeah playing competitive golf i just i like i'm gonna walk it because for me that's that's what i want the experience to be but um so who knows like who knows how that's going to affect my you know maybe fatigue down the stretch or on sunday you know second round um obviously if if tiger woods can you know fight through his broken leg or you know what a mangled leg that he's walking on i can deal with this but his calf is welded to his shin bone Yeah, like I can deal with what I'm going through. All I'm saying is I am far from a hundred percent health wise, and the fact that I haven't gotten a whole lot of reps in. The funny thing though is that golf is just one of those games that I might just have the best freaking tournament of my life. I was just going to say some of that you just never know. I mean, if you go in with it's crazy. If you go in playing like you're playing with house money, and again, like you don't care, right? And you're just you're gonna commit to your swing and your shots for the day um you know maybe maybe that will be a blessing in disguise um for in reality i mean now you've played in this tournament a couple years you you know what it's like to you know play in you know what i think is a a, a, the best that central wisconsin has to offer um and really put yourself out there um you know you're getting more used to it and just can go out and have fun and you know not care about the results as much as i used to yeah although i will i will say i i'm i'm going to care not to make myself look like an asshole on the 18th green like i did last year (laughs) i'm not gonna just hockey puck it around with my putter uh every stroke matters (laughs) because literally until the last uh, putt drops I would have, I would have been in the money if I didn't do that. Yeah, um, so yeah. yeah, I'm not saying I'll make the money this year, but I, I I'm not gonna make myself look like a a dick out there. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna play it the right way this year. We're gonna yeah. to to the yeah. end to the end. Dude, that's that was always one of my biggest lessons learning growing up is just keep grinding no matter what. I mean, uh, even when you know you're having a bad day um and you know it's not you know everybody has that like they want to play their best but then on whatever hole you you know you make a double well some sometimes you know you just kind of give up um you know and you have to learn those lessons to just keep grinding i mean because every literally every stroke matters everybody's gonna have a bad swing everybody's gonna make a bogey i guarantee you everybody's gonna make a bogey um, you know, and so they're like, we're all, we're all going to be battling, um, everybody, I mean, from the, in the whole tournament. And so we're, we all are, we all want to play well and nobody plays as well as they want to ever. Well, I mean, right, yeah. Even Cam Smith is this week, you know, thinking about potentially the one he missed on Friday, he could have, you know, but no, there can be only one winner. And everyone else is kind of wishing like they could get one or two swings back. Right. Um, so it's just that's the nature of golf is just keep grinding. Um, you know, if you make a double, who's to say you can't birdie the next hole? I've done it. 
I've I've seen it. I've seen it. I've done it in I've done it in tournament play too. So, yep. But uh, yeah, because you don't. It can always get worse. It can always get worse. Right. When you just start slapping it around and really not giving a shit. Um. But yeah, you never want to. And my other quote that I love is: "Never follow a bad shot with a stupid shot." Um. You yeah. Know, and or a bad hole with a stupid hole, like is. It can it can escalate quickly and then and then it can be, you know, yep. embarrassing or you like you really kick yourself in the ass for not trying like not at least going getting back to your, you know, your commitment to shots right. um, and and your process like you can't control the outcome but you can control your commitment to the process. Yeah, and there, that's that's probably the biggest thing I will be focusing on this year is because i i remember i had some of those moments last year at aforementioned the yeah 18th but also a couple other times where like last year i i had a you know a game plan of like if i do get in trouble you know no hero shots just take your medicine and on you know sunday the second round the final round um back nine there was a couple times where i decided to try a hero shot like completely against my game plan and I mean, can you believe it didn't work? Because it, it didn't work. Uh, and, like, immediately after I did it, I, I take the swing, and I'm just like, why did I do that? Like, why did I even make Try. that decision? Like, I yeah. I had this, I had a game plan, like, just stick to it. But that's, like, that's kind of my focus, or what I'm thinking of my focus is going to be this year, considering, right. Like, yeah. right, but considering everything else, you know, in terms of, like, in terms of the fact I, I don't really have a whole lot of expectations like obviously coming into this year I had goals for this tournament I still would like to achieve those goals but considering everything that's happened this year and where I'm at it's like okay I think I need to just simplify it and you know maybe those goals will still be achieved but I can't go about it the same way I like for me I think the most important thing is is amending for what happened last year sticking to a game plan don't make myself look like a dick you know <laughs> like <laughs> it's true though like yeah like i want to i want to make the right decisions i want to focus and like and, and finish it out and wherever the score is the score is uh, hopefully it's good but yeah you know, whatever it is it is um but like let's 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 just give it like the be- absolute best I can give it. Yeah. Um, because the tournament yeah. really doesn't deserve any less than from me than that. Yeah. Um, it's a, you know, it's a prestigious tournament. I am lucky to, to be playing in it. Um, and you know, I should give him, give him my best shot and we'll see what happens. But that's really, that's really my goal. I think right yeah. now for it. I still would yeah. love to achieve my my goals that I set out at the beginning of the year, but like I said, I, I think realistically, the, fir- the the mindset's got to be kind of one foot in front of me, essentially. Yeah. No, and I mean, you just never, you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I the reason we have flights in there is because we want people to feel honor with winning their flights. I mean, there's trophies for the flight winners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean. In, 
whatever you shoot day two day one you have a chance to bring it back day two and like for you i mean um you know the second day you'll now i've seen it now now i actually can like really attack a little bit you know where in where it's appropriate um you know going in blind is tough um and the and the injuries um you know i i, I think it's one thing if you get injured you know two weeks before the event you know and you're not you're not feeling 100 percent, but you've already had the reps this year and like you said you just haven't had the reps all year long you've been battling you know your injury but um i don't know you just gotta you, you've gotta find that spin of that you know despite all the the odds against me you know maybe because sometimes taking a week or two off of golf is the best thing people can do and because then it just you know it resets their ex- like they just their expectations you know when you practice all the time you expect to do well so when i don't practice like hey this might work out because i you know i'm not you know i'm not going to be demoralized if i if i miss the chip that i've been practicing for two weeks yeah it, it kind of clears your mental state a little bit yeah i think that that's, helps a lot that's why even golfers at the highest level like they they pick their schedule you know, they try to fit it to their game. I mean, I think there's good thought. Like, I agree with like trying to peak for certain events and then take a few weeks off, and then trying to like you got to get you know tournament like reps and like play in an event leading up to an, like a major, and then you take you know you got to but you got to take those breaks. Um, I was just thinking like you know I I put my swing thoughts on my for that week on my glove and i just thought it'd be funny if your swing thoughts on your glove said don't hit hero shots and don't be a dick <laughs> don't make yourself look like a dick <laughs> might just might just put those somewhere you know probably it probably won't be on my hand you, or gotta, glove. you gotta put your glove on every hole i, mean, I know that's, that's the pl- best place i see it um, i might yeah. i might put it like like on my push card or something like right near the handle like put it put something yeah <laughs> you know it's it's a good reminder i mean yeah I, I believe in you know positive affirmations and just you know you gotta you gotta have like a, a slogan or you know you gotta put these thoughts together and commit to them for the week so i whatever whatever works for you i'm a fan of get a get one of those like transparencies like really tiny prints put them on like your range finder so every time you you look at and get the the yardage for a pin. You just see the the tiny text there. Don't don't be a dick. Don't. <laughs> this is a hero shot. <laughs> don't no hero shots. Don't hit it. Don't look like a dick. The the layup is a hundred <laughs> yards away. Hit that shot. Uh, yeah, That's that'd funny. be funny. Yeah. But. So. It's going to be fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. For sure. One week. Yep. Going to hit the range. Going to maybe play a round or two before then, but... Or a couple holes or something, like Twilight or something, but... Yeah. Got to... Yeah, got to... Got to get as sharp as I can get. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really glad that you're coming up. I mean, make this, put this on your schedule. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing you in particular. Um, we're we're staying together. We're gonna have a fun weekend. Just, oh yeah. Uh, 
you know, at the end of the day, we're just playing golf. We're not, we're not curing cancer over here. Nope. Nope. So it's going to be fun. It will be fun. A good time. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, we can celebrate a little bit. No matter what, we're going to celebrate. Oh yeah. That's I guarantee, I guarantee it. All right. Cool enough. Cool enough. Any, uh, any final thoughts? About uh, the Open, St. Andrews, the Zelich coming up, any, anything at all? Before we all I got is just peace, out? love, and birdies. Peace, love, and birdies. All right. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.